Uh, this is the <laughs> this is the Monday Night Men's Forum uh, tonight. Number twenty. Don't fit in. Uh, I am Matt Derosier of a Farm Hop Life, and tonight we have Christopher. Who are you with? Who I am you? with. Yeah, I'm with. Uh, working on Secure Coop, Secure Farm, and all sorts of backyard uh, uh, for the small ag guy security products. Nice. Cool. Thank you for being here. And uh, Padre, who are you? I am with a, I am the owner and of uh, the Smith Homestead, uh, smith-homestead.com. Do, do you want us to refer to you as Padre? Is that preferred? It, it is preferred just because of uh, the doxing I've been through this year twice already. <laughs> that's, that's right. I remember that. Uh, that's Crap. fine. That's totally oh, fine. Man. Um, well, so let's, let's share, let's share personal events with yeah. like within the last week or whatever, uh, happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Christopher, why don't you go first? Yeah. Today I had to have a long video conversation because I'm stuck in Illinois and my family is almost directly underneath the eye of the hurricane coming in Florida. And I'm like, Oh crap. Well, we're far enough inland that it that the winds aren't going to likely be too much problem, like probably power outages and, uh, but not like picking up flattening houses. Cause once you're far enough inland, it, the, the effects are mostly on the coast. Um, and we're also on enough of a rise that I don't expect anything like a, a flooding at all. Just, we're just like 50 feet above sea level and, and all around is 20 feet of drop. And, you know, so, that's not a concern. What I do get concerned about is we're in the RV and uh, those uh, hurricanes tend to spin up tornadoes. So I've, we've my wife and uh, of course power outages. Uh, so we, I, today right. I, I walked the family through how to start the generator. We got a successful start, how to hook up the inverter if the generator isn't working, mm. um, how to protect the, you know, the, the things in the house, how to fold up the awning on the RV. Uh, and so we did that all over video chat today. And uh, I'll be coming home, uh, Lord willing, on Sunday, which is, you know, after all the fireworks. So I'll, I'll right. come to, be coming into, uh, you know, who knows what, what these conditions will be like on Sunday. So we'll see. Dang, dude, that's going to kind of got to be scary. Um, yeah, it's a little scary. When it's a little scary. Uh, but if we hadn't been through so darn many hurricanes in the past, I, I would be really nervous. But it's... It's one of those things. You grow up in Florida; it's second nature, it's not it? Yeah. Sure. The, the 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 stuff you see on TV is all coastal, and it's always like in one concentrated area. So even if you're on the coast, if you're just five miles from the mess, you're in great shape. It's like gotcha. You might you might have power. Yeah. So it, it's a there's a lot of theatrics, and it's the easiest natural disaster to prepare for. I mean, you can see it coming a week in advance. You know. So gotcha. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. So. I um my my TikTok feed has been very populated with like tornadoes in like the Florida area kind of I think and um that's been crazy to watch why is yeah. that person just standing there like I know I've <laughs> never I've never seen a tornado um never got to experience all that fun I've seen Twister but that's about yeah. it yeah um 
Now, my wife has lived through one uh, to a tornado. She she heard the uh, noise. They had duck under the table, and she heard the sound across the street. Said it sounded like a train. So it was intense. That is intense. Yeah. We got. Oh, where's the cursor? There. There he is. Uh, how's it going, guy? Hey, guy. You're muted. Yeah. Sorry, I muted myself. <laughs> I'm going to unmute myself or I'm going to remute myself in a little bit. All right. I just want to just want to drop in and say hi cuz I haven't said hi in a long time. So No, uh, no you haven't. You've been busy. We can clearly yep. see you're in the woods. Um but as as usual, just cool. Frame in your house. Not my house, somebody else's. Oh, well that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, so I'm working till dark most days, but Anyway, I'm probably just hopping out, but I just wanted to say hi. I felt bad that I haven't been in any of these for, like, months. So. <laughs> That's all right. It happens. It happens. People cycle in and out. Uh, just just real quick, um, how's your how's your daughter doing? Oh, the good. She's been, yeah, she's been fine. Got, like, she's back, kids, to her, so. back to her old ornery self. <laughs> good. Oh, yeah. uh, yes, your daughter that uh, fell, but also... Your, like your baby daughter like oh the, the new, new one. one. Oh yeah. yeah yeah the new one. Oh yeah she's uh she's great she's huge she's huge <laughs> oh yeah about yeah, how she's old? like she's nine pounds when she came out she's three months now gosh dang yeah how old how, how much did you say she weighs uh well she was nine pounds when she came out so i don't know what she's at now but okay yeah, beefy Oh yeah, chunker. <laughs> Mine yeah. just uh, just about turned three months, and she's like ten and a half pounds right now. So, you oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, yours uh, yours is probably double that or something. I don't know. They just just make them bigger in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, she's like the we've she's the second real big one we've had, but the other ones are kind of smaller. So, yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Well, uh, hey man, thanks for dropping in and. Uh, yeah. Good seeing you guys. Thanks for the update. Yeah, see ya. Yeah, take it easy. Now, um, Matt, Matt, for whatever reason, you're frozen on my end. Yeah, that happens. Uh, yeah. Because okay. my internet sucks. Yeah, so, okay. Um, until someone uh, gifts me a subscription to Starlink or literally <laughs> anything else, I'm stuck with this. So I hear you. Um, uh, Padre, uh, give us uh, whatever we were talking about. An update. Yes. yes, personal event. Yeah, so um, this week I've been doing some, or this past week I've been doing a lot of uh, thinking and recap on my last two and a half years of uh, doing what I've been doing. And I've uh, really come up with a list of major areas of improvement. So I have, I'm, I've been making a game plan and I will be spending this winter, I have several projects, I have several ideas, and I'm going to be making some big changes around the farm to be Come more productive and to hopefully uh, increase my income and things like that. So a lot of a lot of reflection over the past week. Is that um, you had you had also said like on uh, Twitter and in the Telegram chat that we're in about exiting social media? Is that also does is that completely separate or something to do with it? Um, that's separate from it. That's that's a, a personal decision I'm making. And um, I think a lot of people freaked out. Like I will still be on there from a business standpoint. I'll still have a showing okay. with, uh, with my business. It's just my personal account will be going my all my personal thoughts and reflections, and and uh, all the people I make mad won't have to worry about me anymore. So no more doxing, maybe, maybe. 
Um, what, what spawned this uh, change? Just like, uh, yeah, just what spawned this, this hard look? Um, it's spiritual. It's, uh, um, I get, I get tired of seeing the things that's all over social media that's in the news media. And, uh, some days it's kind of draining. Like, you know, I don't go looking for it. I'm not one to watch the news, read the newspaper or anything, but some days something crosses my mind. Like somebody's raped and killed a five-year-old child. Like it just destroys, um, my mood and my spirit. And, um, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really need that. I, don't, I know I don't need that negativity going on with my life spiritually, as I'm trying to move closer to God. And you know, I'm I homeschool my kids. I'm stay at home dad. And you know, if I spend 30 minutes on Twitter, it's 30 minutes less I'm spending with my kids, or I'm spending on the farm, uh, actually doing things. So it's just trying to simplify my life and get back to what's important, and kind of push that negativity out. Yeah, it's kind of like the, um, like, if the left hand is causing you to sin, cut it off type of thing. Yeah. But it's not necessarily like a sin. It's just distracting you from God, more or less. Yeah. Sure. Yep. yep. I get it. Yeah, a lot of respect for that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, um, that's cool, dude. What uh, we can, I'm curious. What kind of efficiencies are you, are you still like kind of penciling it out? What kind of efficiencies you're trying to improve upon uh, on the farm or like kind of like little, little details or, or what? Um, I'm still looking at, uh, I'm still doing a lot of penciling things out. I, I've, I've identified most of my problems, so I'm, I'm still working on the actual solution, but I want to get some things helps. up. Like, yeah. I, I want to get some things up like uh, crop production. I want to get up, um, figure out a better system such as uh, irrigation instead of spending 45 minutes every evening with a water hose, you know, I mean, I, I have all the, the supplies for a nice irrigation system, a nice drip system. I've never installed any of it. It's been sitting in my mm. shed for years. And just things that I need to get off my tail and do that would just make life easier. Um, I have figured out a way to, to reduce my time, like in the chicken coop. Yeah. I'm, I'm spending five minutes a day tops out there now. Nice. About 15 minutes one day of the week and five minutes the other days. And we're looking take, at do what? What was taking your time and what'd you change? Uh, the way I was watering and feeding and cleaning uh, was was really taking up my time. And I I put in a water storage tank out there. Um, so it's literally flip a valve, yeah. let the water go. Um, <clears throat> I did that a little while back. What I'm wanting to do is put a. Uh, like the valve in the back of your toilet, right? A little yeah, flutter float, valve. Float valve. Yeah, I want to put a flutter valve out there so when the water gets slow, it just kicks on. When when yeah. the valve gets up, it kicks back off again. And just yeah. just take that away from me. That that tank, I have rain catchment, but if it doesn't rain, it'll hold water for a month. So you know, it's it's something I I wouldn't have to worry about. But once a month during a dry time, right? Um, feeding wise, we've always had the. We've always gone out and thrown out the, the chicken scratch and just fed them. It was kind of like a little ritual we've done since the very beginning of all this. And I decided I wanted to automate that a little bit as well. So I actually went and got a couple of deer feeders. And um, so I, I got deer feeders sitting out there. They're solar powered at a timer. A friend of mine got out of hunting, told me I could have them. 
Cool. And I grab, grab those, stuck them out there. So now they're on the feeder every day. Timer kicks on, spins out food for them. And I it holds 25. Yeah, it holds on, hold 25 pounds at a time, I think. And I got two feeders out there. So, um, yeah, it's just everything's, I'm automating everything from that standpoint. So it'll become collect eggs, make sure everything's functioning, and, and, and go about the other uh, chores around the farm. Yeah, and there's a way to even uh, collect the eggs that you uh, get with me on the side. There's a there's a way to make your nest box such as that the uh, the egg rolls out the back and down a ramp. Well, they, they would have to use well. a nest box. What's that? They would have to use a nest box. Uh-huh. So every hen I have has a nest box. Yeah. None of them use None a use nest it. box. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. Yeah, there, there might be a way to coax them. I haven't looked into it, but I wrote that down, deer feeder, because I, that, I'm going to be after after I fix the uh, the uh, the coop door opener. I'm going to be moving into areas like automatic feeding and things like that. So, so I could get a notification when my feed is getting low in the deer feeder. That'd you be got pretty it. sweet. Yeah, yeah, and and keep an eye on that and uh, and all that, and do it on a timer and on a schedule how you want it. Good. Yeah, so awesome. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not a purist homesteader by any means. We got technology. Let's use that technology. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Better life through technology. Right. It's called force multiplier. You're doing less work. Uh, you know, fewer, fewer steps where that lets you concentrate your efforts on other, other activities. So yeah. Yeah. Um. What were we talking about? Yeah. Just talking about his. Oh making yeah, His right. life more efficient. I was like. I'm scattered again. Uh, scattered this time, not frustrated, Christopher. Um, once we get rolling, I'll probably get flustered. Um, personal event. So I had two buddies uh, over on Saturday, and we got quite a bit of the fence, like that I'm that I'm putting up, uh, established, and then finished up. As much as I could yesterday between myself, uh, my mother-in-law holding one end and then uh, my wife like like trading her out and like you know we so at last all, all last week I was uh, sanding the rails that I that I needed because I bought them used and they had like this ugly red on them. And so for it to all like look nice uh, with the house. And like here's the thing. I'm a lot of people just kind of like slap stuff together to get it done and call it done. Like, yeah, you got it done. But for me, like, yeah, I'd like that, but it also needs to look good. Um, yeah, if you're gonna I'm, I'm a sucker. Well, not just for that, but like I live here. I want it to look good. <laughs> <laughs> and so if it takes a little extra time and for me, if it looks nicer, that's fine. And but mm. like if it's if the it looking nice is getting in the way of you getting yeah. it done. Well, then maybe yeah. we need to, you know, maybe you need to reprioritize a couple of things, but. Um, How does that fit with the theme of the talk? It don't fit in. Does it, is there any, is it, doesn't. Any it doesn't fit it. <laughs> you say you're not, I know. I just wanted to, I wanted to think about that. Cause if you're, if you're thinking, you know, appearances, is there any impulse in you that's saying I've got to do this because my neighbors are looking Oh, I don't care about fitting in with my neighbors uh, whatsoever. Cool. Like so, the, so the one next to me, um, so we—it's like a bunch of 
plus or minus like two acre lots. So some are like two and a quarter, some are two and a half, some yeah. are two, whatever. It's like ours. It's like our place. Yeah. So the one next to me has no fence at all. The one across the street from me has like six foot deer fence and like a gate that, you know, deer, so like deer just cannot enter his property uh, unless uh, like last summer, it, it somehow like a little fawn that like hmm. had a broken neck inside oh. his property. He thinks Whoa. that a mountain lion like, like got it for some reason, jumped over his fence to yeah. like take care of it, I guess. And then left. I don't know. Cause wow. those things can jump like 11 feet or something. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he, I was like telling him before I even built the damn thing about my fence. He's like, well, that won't keep deer out. I'm like, I don't care. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to keep deer out. Like, I don't care if yeah. deer pass through my property. Right. Well, what about your garden? Like, I'll figure it out then. I'll pull a padre and plant a thousand marigolds in my garden. <laughs> keep the keep the deer away. Or as uh, Jack Spierko likes to say, you're growing a, a deer garden. You can harvest deer off of fifty cents worth of seed. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, except, so the zone that I'm in mm. are different rules. And literally the guy across the street. So like right down the middle of the road, like I have more strict rules. Uh, like I'm the edge of the brown, whatever. It's fine. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, there's rules and then there's uh, rules that at the end of the, end of the world, you know, into the world as we know it, those rules are going to get bent and, and, you know, ignored. Right. Yeah. What's that, Padre? We have rules and then you have, there are suggestions. Oh, I have suggestions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, these these super strong suggestions could make it that uh, I don't hunt in Montana ever again. So I think I'm going to follow them. Wow. That's why yeah. they're there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like where I live at uh, goat and sheep are considered a uh, special livestock. You actually have mm. to have a permit to own them. Oh, it's nice. um, to own goat and sheep. Uh, that's nuts. I, I do not have a permit. Nobody oh. I know around me has permits. Only one person's ever been busted. Wow. And, uh, what the what the inspector or my dad's neighbor is an inspector I asked him about it and he's like you know basically if nobody complains you know that it's not one they really enforce so yeah there there's there's rules and then there are suggestions that's that's my example of a suggestion i i like that the uh the, kind of like legal for a fee yeah uh um so let's get into let's get into the topic of don't fit in uh, I, I threw in the email, I threw out a couple of suggestions, like, uh, you know, family, friends, work, anything like that. Uh, is there something that immediately like, yep, I don't fit in with this particular group with, with you guys? I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't find a political party where I'm really at home. So I think that's, that's most homesteaders. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do, and I can't do anarchy. I just can't do anarchy. So that's fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for me, it's my family. I'm I'm the black sheep. No, nobody else does what I do. Nobody else thinks the way I think. Uh, question for you, Joseph, um, Padre. <laughs> um, can your family, like you have, you have siblings? Yes. Yes. I'm the oldest do, of nine. Do you? Wow. Do <laughs> either any of them call you? Or text you, or con like, are you in regular communication? Um, one sister, uh, I talk to her regularly. Out of eight, 
Yes. That's um, that's not good. And and it's only been recent, and um, it's been weird. The she's she's coming more to the dark side with me. Uh, she came <laughs> over. She she called me out of the blue one day, and uh, she's like, "I want to show you my gun I bought." <laughs> wow. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, come on, come on over. Like, we come over and we're comparing pistols. <laughs> and uh, that's that was very out of character of you know the the person I knew her to be. <laughs> but uh, she's got a she's got a bug out bag now, and <laughs> like she's slowly coming over to my side of the of the street. But, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> I mean, I talk to my dad regularly, once twice a week, but sibling wise, we don't really. I actually have one that doesn't talk to me at all. So, gosh dang. Hmm. Numbers wise, uh, that's a lot worse than mine. Um, I have three siblings, and for the most part, we don't really talk. Uh, calls, texts, see you at Christmas, see you at Fourth of July, maybe. Depends depends on the year. Uh, that kind of thing. Um, when my little girl was still in the NICU, my sister called me to see how she was doing. Um, and that was pretty much it. Hmm. Like, I talk to my parents uh, once a week. Sometimes it goes a little longer. But as far as... But yeah, black sheep of the family. Hmm. Um, couldn't tell you what it is. Uh, one, the distance doesn't help. Cause they're still all Minnesota. So they're like, I just don't see them that often, but then they're like, I'm always the one that has to initiate any like calls or texts or anything. And it kind of feels like, why am I doing all this heavy lifting when they're not really, it doesn't feel like they want to reciprocate. And like, I know a lot of people in, you know, are, are big into like, family and whatever put it and they're like you know just keep making an effort keep making an effort you know when you know when you're old and they're gone you're gonna wish you could make making effort like yeah maybe <laughs> but like you know if they're what? they're too busy to even like i don't know or or if like am i am i even like a thought of theirs <laughs> throughout the month I guess I don't know. Hmm. So it's like, why, why bother? Kind of. Well, our our big split came amid, came from COVID and vaccination and politics. And so it's only I'm been a the black past sheep on that years. too. So maybe that's part of it. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> but I didn't push it, and uh, my family, you know, I I, I I saw some things and got on the phone and said, Hey, I, I'm really concerned. Don't, please don't take this thing. And I, that was just where I left it. I didn't make it make it, uh, you know, as far as I know, I'm the only one in my family who hasn't had the shot. So I think I'm the only one in mine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, I, just, I just didn't push it because they're going to do what they're going to do. I can tell them about it. I can warn them about it, but, but I'm not going to divide over it. I'm just going to let it go. You know? So, yeah, I, I, I tried to smooth things out with my sibling uh, this past May at my dad's birthday party, and they wouldn't even talk to me. 
Hmm. Uh, when I was talking to them, wouldn't look at me, wouldn't talk to me, never said nothing to me afterwards. So, wow. um, I, I just left it at that. If they ever communicate yeah. with me, it's great. I'm not ever trying again. Hmm. You know, my, my priority is my wife and my kids. Yeah. There you go. So, you yeah. know, if, if, if my siblings step out and they don't want anything to do with me, it's, I still got my family here with me. So that's, that's the big thing. That verse, uh, uh, Proverbs 4, 18, 24, uh, man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks close, stays closer than any brother. So, yeah, you get in your, to your, your circle, your church family or whatever, your friends, and they stick closer than a brother. Church is the other place I don't fit in. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Tell me about that. Um. Uh, my wife's Baptist. She was raised Baptist, Southern Baptist. We've been an independent Baptist church for years, so I wasn't raised in church at all. I was actually atheist for a good portion of my life. Dabbled in the occult for a little while in my teenage years and converted nine years ago, roughly. Um, then figured out that I'm not a Baptist, and that, that's been very... <laughs> That's been very awkward. Where I where I live at, it's it's a Baptist church on every corner. So yeah, same here. Um, uh, Catholics are big in my area. I'm not a Catholic. I've looked into it, but uh, it's uh, I, I'm a, I'm a spiritual outcast in, in the spiritual community around me. Hmm. Dirty shame. Is it because of your because of your background? So like you're so like you said you converted. But you don't feel like part of the church community because of the background or what? Um, I've been I've been to three Baptist churches since converting, and um, ran into the same thing everywhere. And, and I don't mean like the hypocrites. There's hypocrites in every church, so that that statement's so very true. Um, <clears throat> a lot of. Uh, bashing of other people in the independent fundamental Baptist church and a lot of uh, it's all about money. I really think it's all about money. Every every preacher I know in that denomination lives very well and most of the congregation is very poor. Hmm. And uh, things like that that bothers me. Uh, my, my wife's preacher, he just uh, we got people in the church that, that are hungry and I used to run the, the food ministry. They, they just shut that down recently. And uh, yeah, he just spent twenty five grand on a pond in his front yard because he wanted some cows. And uh, I, I just I took a lot of issue with that Re He's reading a lot of the verses I read in the Bible. Um, right. A teacher should be humble. Is it on? Um, shouldn't show their money. Uh, you know, he buys a new car every six months. Always got the nice suit on. Uh, then he berates you in church if you're not wearing a nice suit. Also. Hmm. So just, I just turned out – so that, those are the legalistic reasons, and there's doctrinal issues I had with it too. You know, I don't believe in a rapture, um, things like that, that I just wasn't agreeing with that the church teaches, hmm. that that specific denomination teaches. It sounds so like it, you have a problem with churchianity, which I do too. Churchianity. Yeah. 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 I, I think I may have found a home in uh, Eastern Orthodoxy. I really love it, but the nearest church is over an hour away. Hmm. Uh, with gas prices and everything now, it's not really feasible for me to even make it weekly. Mm. So, right. yeah, with a name like Padre, I thought that's where you were going. Well, 
all right, the name Padre comes from because uh, I went to Liberty University theology degree. I am ordained. So that's where uh, that's where the Padre and my name comes from. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, I kind of entirely forgot about the church aspect, uh, in terms of like not fitting in. Yeah. Cause, um, grew up Catholic, didn't like went all the time because we had to, you know. And uh, I tried to go after moving out on my own, and just um, it didn't really stick. I have a I have a, a like issue with authority and like in the church, it's like man gives man authority. Like, hmm. so like you like priest, bishop, archbishop, cardinal, pope, like I know there's like a bunch in there, but like those are all like mortal beings. Right. And so like yeah. they're flawed. Just yeah. by nature, right? And so, why don't I just skip to the top <laughs> and just like go, <laughs> just like go to the source? Basically, uh, yeah. I know that there's like there there's reasons that they're there, and like yeah, we're all flawed, so like you know, sort of like relatable and stuff. I don't know, just don't like it. Uh, yeah, that was that was my turn off to Catholicism and, and my attraction to Orthodoxy. Uh, Orthodoxy talks about the passions of of sin, and uh, mm. admit even the priesthood is uh, not perfect in any way. They, they don't have a grand authority like the Pope. Um, they they have a patriarchal council where it's a bunch of equal members that discuss church issues and. And it, it really is the tradition that led me that way. You know, I love the tradition of the church. I love the yeah. tradition of the rituals and things like that. And that may come from my other religious past, being in the occult and in the witchcraft and all that. A lot of ritual and tradition in that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, it, it, we um, we ought to expect that somebody who says they know God, the Creator, there ought to be. Someone described it this way. They said, you know, I'm sorry I'm late to this meeting because I was driving here and I had a flat tire on the side of the highway. I pulled over and as I'm changing the tire, the uh, the, the lug nut slipped out of my hand. It went rolling out into the traffic and I wasn't thinking. And I went out and jumped out and grabbed the lug nut, stood up, and there was an 80,000 pound log truck coming at me. And that's why I'm late for, for this meeting. And you're going, hold on a second you don't have an encounter with an 80,000 pound log truck and not be affected. And, and you, so you got like, you're looking around at these churches and these people in these churches and that churchianity and going, there's some disconnect between what you're saying and the way it's impacting you. And I'm looking for those people for whom there is a genuine, real, like, you know, like, their their life gets flipped upside down. Those are the kind of people that inspire me, that I want to be around and follow. That that uh, otherwise I'm like the the black sheep don't fit in. You know I don't I don't like this churchianity stuff either. Right. It's on every corner in America. So. Um, Padre's phone died. That's yeah, uh, bummer. No oh, well. Um. Let's let's move uh, to another subject. You brought yeah. up um. You brought up anarchy, and I'm I'm mm. I'm more with you than not. So, like, 
on the last episode, I think we were talking, I think it was after the show, we were kind of talking yeah. about like, you know, where do you like, you don't fit in politically. And <laughs> like, there's a guy uh, I interviewed a while back. His name's Brian. Uh, he has the lots project. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pro- podcast. And he said on a show recently that he's like, if you want to give me a label, fine. Uh, I don't have, I don't give a label to myself. If you want to give me a label to make yourself more comfortable with f- figuring me <laughs> out, who, like that's on you. Uh, yeah. Like, and, and I th- I think that makes a lot of sense because um, I, I don't really have a problem with the term anarchy. I just don't know if that's me. Right. Um, and like, Talking about like politics, you know, going from whatever conventional DRR to like libertarian and then like, like minarchism or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, a lot of people go through Ron Paul. Like they, everyone talks about like the, like the, 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 when they found Ron Paul, it was like finding <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. For them. I never had that. Hmm. Like I didn't just that's just not how i got to where i am and so right. when people were like saying oh yeah you know i found libertarian or something ron paul and blah, yeah blah, I, blah. i'm the that, same way i didn't i didn't uh, come through ron paul right so so you just feel you feel out of touch there like cool just, it's another place you just don't fit in um <laughs> is do you want to do you want to elaborate on on that at all or have more to add uh yeah um I, I can't pick a party uh, where I could be clo- be uh, most, uh, but but minarchist feels like the most uh, at 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 home. I can't quite go full anarchist. Um, I can see that their arguments have a lot of of head, like like superficial correctness about them, but I don't think they don't they work when the rubber hits the road. Um. The uh, the ANCAP, the not the an the anarchist capitalist, not the anarchist communist. I think we all pretty much agree here. The ANCOM, we have nothing to do with that. Right, right, right. <laughs> but the, right, but the yeah. ANCAP, the anarchist capitalist, the ANRAND, and that kind of thing. Uh, I yeah, I, I don't fit into that. But and I don't know anybody who even is running on that kind of a platform, and I don't know anybody who has that kind of a exactly kind of an attitude you know and but um but i can see the point in in having uh you know romans 13 talks about the government bearing the sword i can see the point of of a an authority saying no this is evil and you're not allowed to do that you're not allowed to ruin you know run over this this poor man's property uh you're not allowed to steal from him take his his clothes you know and I think that would that kind of thing would just happen constantly in a world with like that's ANCAP. And uh, so I just can't quite go there. But a lot of the things that even libertarians go with, I, I couldn't go with. So it's, it's just, it, I don't have a home. I, I just have to right. go and what are my convictions and, and find the uh, politician who's who I feel is the, the closest match to it and, and just go with it. Yeah. So. Yeah, seems like some of even like the libertarians have gotten woke, and it's like some of them have, yeah, 
cool good for you yeah <laughs> i think there's like a i think it's like a schism within li the, the true libertarian party that they're starting to see um i don't know enough about it because i'm not in that party but right yeah they get sucked into the the bs clown clown circus <laughs> so yeah they, they kind of forget uh their place probably but no the fun thing about not fitting in is when you talk to somebody and they want to pigeonhole you and hate you and and put a label on you and say you people are all the same how come you support how you know i was talking to somebody the other day and i said uh, yeah we really can't afford such and such government project they said well, what a hypocrite you are because you support wars i said excuse me you don't know anything about me and no i don't support massive foreign you know interference i want right. borders only i'm not that kind of person and they just say well you're you're a republican if you're not for us you must be against us and you must be one of them it's so much fun to to like you know to to come into a conversation and say yeah. hey give my give my thoughts on it and say oh by the way i'm not a republican so <laughs> right <laughs> they yeah. don't know what to do they just they run out of they run out of ammo at that point they're like their brains go because they yeah. you know they, they can't have uh i i think i would live happy if i had to live in a world where republicans ruled i think i would be happier than a rule of a world of democrats but i couldn't in good conscience vote for a lot of them because of some things that they agree with and do it i just I, i'm not there i'm not there I used to be i'm not there anymore the the, sure. the Republicans feel to me like the party of the Pharisees during um, the time of Jesus. Like you know, the the self righteous look look at me. I'm 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 good and I've got money and you know money hungry and they just feel like the Pharisees of the Bible. Sure. Just, I I don't I don't jive with that. And it, and it, you know it's like clothing of self right self righteousness that that just drives me up the wall and uh, yeah, walking Fox news just drives me crazy. <laughs> right. Tucker, I can handle a little bit of Tucker and then I'm like, okay, no more. He's so smug. <laughs> uh, dude, I hate his face. And uh, <laughs> it I looks can't... like a horse's rear end. I don't dude. He's, he's just silly. He's, yeah. he's a silly man. Um, yeah. We not to dwell on it too much, but you were talking about like, you know, can't quite see like yeah. how anarchy could be like operate today. Well, right. it's like, we need to have like that transition. Uh, no, anarchy would not work in today's system. Like I've had this like kind of like realization, like myself, even like somewhat like recently, like, okay. So like if a whole nation was like anarchist, the rest of the world, like it, how they operate would be just really, uh, I just, I just can't see how, like, yeah, I just, I just can't see how it would work when like, okay, China just like takes like their, I don't know, 5 million soldiers and just like takes over because there's yeah. no like, yeah, it's just, just like limited thinking probably on my part, but on, on the same point, like to play like devil's advocate, if you kind of have like the anarchist like mindset for like yourself and your kids and like your grandkids, you know, they're obviously like allowed to have their own like thoughts and opinions on the matter. Yeah. But like, let's, let's go that way. Let's go that way. Right. It's like, 
you know, so there's this talk about like Web3 coming out, you know, uh, let's get ready for Web3. What does this mean? How are we going to implement Web3? And these guys came out. It's like, well, we're going to start Web5. Like, just skip four, go to five. And so yeah. just kind of like tongue in cheek. But we eventually will have a Web4 and a Web5. So like, let's just go. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of my, I don't know. It's, um, I don't know if that makes any sense whatsoever, but. <laughs> uh, not connecting the conversation. Don't worry about it. We'll move All on. Right. <laughs> um, here's another thing that I don't fit in with like homesteading and farming. Yeah. Like yeah. people is, is Joel Salatin. Now I have nothing bad to say mm. about the man. Okay. I have nothing bad to say about the man. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they see him talk, they read his books, they watch his videos, all these things. And again, it's kind of like the Ron Paul thing where they found like their savior in um, homesteading and farming and regen egg and all this stuff. Like they talk about him just like I was just in awe of the man. Hmm. Didn't have that connection. I have okay. his book. Like I have yep. one of his books uh, and it. I didn't know if that was the one thing that like brought me to do what I'm doing. Okay. Um, But I just, I'm not like head over heels in love with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong that he did. Absolutely nothing wrong, but I'm probably going to get beat up in public for saying this. (laughs) Well, if you have no disagreement with him, you just don't find his, whatever appealing uh but you would you do things the way he does things i would it's just that um i i don't i don't gush over him like people oh, okay yeah that's 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 all it is is a, yeah I just don't gush over him and so as a result you feel like a black sheep in that respect yeah, yeah. Yep. I, i'm the same way i like i look at his stuff and i admire it but i'm not gushing and uh you know i'm not like I, I, the one who who uh the people who uh, most awe me would probably be like uh, Paul Wheaton or Sepp Holzer. Their stuff is cool. Their stuff See, I don't, cool. I don't, I don't know if I gush over anybody. Like, yeah, like I've, I've, I've said before, uh, I've met Paul Wheaton. He's, um, he's very abrasive, and like, <laughs> he will, he will throw stuff out there. Welcome back, Padre. Hey, Padre. And get to a phone charger. Yeah, I, I let everyone know that we'll have to cancel the show or cut it uh, because Padre is not here. So yeah, yeah. glad yeah. we can continue. <laughs> <laughs> we were just um, talking about um, how, like, like figures in like farming, homesteading, and regen ag. Um, so like people gush over Joel Salatin and I, I don't have anything bad to say about the man. I just don't gush over him. And, you know, then Christopher brought up Paul Wheaton and uh, Mark Shepard uh, having met Paul Wheaton. He's uh, he's abrasive. He's very like when I went to go tour his place, he would he would kind of throw out statements like this thing causes cancer. And if nobody pushed back, well, then it's true. <laughs> like, that's kind of how he runs things. Um, oh, that's nuts. I I mean, obviously, I love what he's doing. If I was mm-hmm. 
if I was a single dude in my 20s, I would probably have uh, a plot on his property to to learn and be there, absorb all the knowledge, like all everything. Uh, I would I would 100% do that. Um, but I'm not a single dude in my 20s. I'm a married dude with two kids in my 30s. So, yeah. Oh, I, I remember we're talking about those top names. I think I look up to um, Jeff Lawton's work the most. Sep, oh, yeah. Hol, Sep Holzer and Jeff Lawton just really. And, and that's where uh, um, Salatin, I think he's a, a level or three below those guys. I think he's he's really good. And those guys just take it to to exponential way more, you know. Do you so. think Joel? I think Joel Salatin is more popular, though. Yes, by sure, yeah, for sure. And he uh, he fits more into a traditional ag model, so that you know someone he, who's looking he bridges to do that, that gap. Is, sure, yeah, he bridges that gap. So he's touching that world where people are familiar and they're able to kind of put their head around what he's doing. Where Sep and uh jeff are like in outer space on venus they're just in another world they're they're really doing some crazy stuff i'm I'm gonna hurt my homestead reputation here um i only know those names by by name i don't know anything about any of those guys i've never never cared to to uh never cared to learn nothing against them because i don't know anything about them but Mm -hmm. uh, I've, i've been doing my own thing for a decade and, uh, you know, it's I've just never, I, I know who uh, Wendell Berry is. And, I know yeah, of a, him. Never yeah, read a book, but. Yeah, that's about the biggest name I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, past that, yeah, I don't, I don't, I've heard Joe Salatin's name mentioned a lot. Yeah. I've, I've never looked into him. And what, what inspires me about those guys, uh, and this is where you may want to pick up and look at least one or two of their videos, is uh, me being you know, suffering so long with fatigue is like, how do I work smarter and not harder? And, uh, they really do work smarter and not harder. They, they think carefully about what the way they approach it and, um, and come in there and they do the work more or less. They only do the work once and then they don't have to continuously do a lot of work. And that's right. That's a good way to go. That's a good way to go. So if you'd like to, you know, pick up some thoughts and inspiration about how I can do this with, with less, with, with just a, with my upfront effort and then coast that those are the kinds of people to, to look, to look to for inspiration. So I just posted a, a photo of me carrying a, a railroad tie on my shoulder up a hill with the caption, like, um, uh, why are you as a man not doing physically hard things? And then we there was like a minor discussion and they're like, well, because I have a tractor. Like, well, I don't have a tractor. And sometimes just doing physically hard things, getting the heart pumping, like there's something kind of like, there's a feeling about that. And like, it's kind of like primal and I don't know, it just feels good getting your ass kicked <laughs> sometimes. See, see, I'm somewhere in between there. I don't own a tractor, but I do own a pickup truck. So I, I will move that heavy thing as much as I have to to get it into the bed of my truck. Yeah. Yeah, but you also have like uh, probably 10 years on me, maybe 15 tops. Uh, so I, I still have some of that that spunk, I guess, that I'm, I'm going to pay for this later. 
but I want to do it now. <laughs> I'm I'm kissing forty, so. Oh, so you're not you're not that that much older older than me. Not not by much, but. Um, well, I I can tell you, there's a big difference between thirty five and forty. I have, oh, cool, uh, I got three more years. You know, you know everybody's always like, oh, well, how's it feel to be 39 years old? And like, oh, it feels like 38. But at some point in time, you realize 39 does not feel like 35 at all. <laughs> uh, my warranty ran out at 29. So, well, yeah, we were talking with uh, um, Scott last week, and like he like jumped out of a tree and like messed up his knee or whatever. And, uh, and so yeah, he's he's like, I, I've only done that ten thousand times, and this time it was just different because I'm. Oh, that's so something. different. That's so funny you mentioned that. Uh, not very long ago, I was standing on the tailgate of my truck, and it went through my mind, just hopped down, and then I thought for a second, do I really want to risk this? <laughs> and I, I have jumped off the tailgate of my truck and been fine. I've done it, and my knee hurts for three days afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you got to take turmeric with black pepper. Yeah. <laughs> and krill oil. Yep. And what oil? Krill oil. Krill. <laughs> Never heard that one. I will be I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, the last year my joints have felt really good. Um like hmm. I would say like I'm in my mid 20s again. Um the only thing different I've done is I started taking krill oil. Krill. You're saying krill. Yes. Yeah, krill. Oh, like, it's a kind of a kind of a shrimp kind of a thing. Yeah. I was like, yeah. are we able to eat this? Yeah. Yep. Huh. Same thing. Yeah, wow. they go collect it and harvest it and make it into an official like a fish oil capsule. Yeah, it's it's better for you than fish oil. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm I've had look, uh, look into that. I used to have career threatening pain until I did the carnivore diet. So that that was and that's the same vin, same like, uh, you know, line of, of thinking. It's it's an animal oil, animal uh, animal protein, animal oil that you get in your your body and your joints just love that stuff. It just eats it up. What about what about work? Do you guys fit in? Well, uh, Padre, you're a little different because you don't like you work at home. I don't. I don't. I don't fit in at work either. <laughs> the, He's the right the person old, to have on this podcast. You're the uh, weird old man at, yeah. at your job. Uh, Christopher, do you fit in at work or are you pretty like you work at home and so you're just secluded? And so it's like, uh, eh. well, I have to, you have to be in the office three days a week, but, um, uh, yeah, it's not, I'm trying so hard to be on my own and get out of the office. So I'm not going on that career path like a lot of the other guys are they're on that career path they want to work in the mm -hmm. office and they want to do that for the rest of their lives or they want to do that for the next 20 years and not me man i want to be <laughs> if i want an afternoon nap i want to freaking take an afternoon nap so <laughs> you know i'm ready for to, to do my own thing i'm I, I should be able to at least start selling this year um maybe in about three years or so i'll be able to do all my own thing on my own so nice. yeah, yeah, I don't fit in that. And my boss came to me one day. He knows I'm trying to do this thing. I have to report it. And he said, uh, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" I said, do "Doing my own thing." <laughs> he said, "He's the kind of guy I can talk with him like that." And uh, you, you you don't see yourself with the company at all? Nope. 
that's funny. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's just, you know, it is what it is. I, I, but I fit in with the guys, you know, like we talk and, and uh, get along. Yeah. We, we're good. We have a good team. We don't, there's no drama or anything. Good. Yep. When I was working, the worst mistake I ever made was going from from man, from manual labor type work into an office. Um, I gained weight. My health went downhill. Like it was, it was, it was just terrible. Um, yeah, I, I don't advise anybody working in an office. <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, I gotta, I gotta work with my hands, uh, especially like, well, like my posture sucks and so like to be in a chair all the time would be terrible um plus i i I would just spaz out uh in an office for sure i can't (laughs) i can't just sit and stare at a screen doing meaningless tasks (laughs) like i'll I'll work with my hands and do meaningless tasks thank you very much (laughs) that's like my middle son he he is he's the one i called today to walking through the generator walking through the the inverter because he loves doing stuff with his hands and i just don't you know if i'm like i got two left hands i don't get it. I, don't, I don't do good stuff so you know but he he's like you guys he he's you get him to, on on some building something you know so i can't wait to we're hoping to build him uh some uh, t- him and his brother a tiny house and I know I'm going to put him, like, unleash him. And I'm really hoping that he takes that as a business, as a tiny house business. Uh, so, you know, that's that's the hope. So, yeah, he's, he just loves working with his hands. And it must be a special kind of person that, that I'm not. So. Your, uh, would you say that your your middle son doesn't fit in with, uh, with that, like your yeah. family? Or you don't fit in with your family because you got two left hands? <laughs> Mm, no, he's the exception. He's the exception, and we love him to bits because he's so good at that, you know. Sure. And so, so you know, he does. He's not. He's not like a black sheep. He's the. He's the welcome gray sheep or whatever. Just pick your analogy. <laughs> yeah, he's right. a great kid. He's a great kid. Um. At work, uh, obviously, I'm leaving, and so that made yeah. things weird. But uh, even before that, uh, when I when my son was born. Uh, that's when like, I, w- I just didn't want to be at work anymore. I'm like, I got this great thing at home. Like, obviously my wife's great and, um, having her is, is fantastic, but she had a job too. And so, I mean, we'd, we'd see each other after work, but then when she was home with her son, it's like, well, now I got two great things at home. Why am I here at work? This sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go home. Yeah. Like in the, like They'll, they'll go to the shop to like unload the trucks and then they'll like BS at the shop for an hour. And so, like, I'm not getting paid to stand here and BS at the shop. Like I want to go home. I want to go home. Like yeah. I've, whatever you're telling me, I've heard this story 10 times. Like, <laughs> but it, uh, it's so frustrating. So, like, <laughs> so like that was annoying. And then, um, like when you've got a foot and a half out the door, uh, you definitely don't fit in uh, at mm. work, which is totally fine. Like they have a different, like yeah. entirely, like they already had like a different work mentality than I did. 
Okay. Um, but now it's just like I am just here until like May uh, March thirty first, and after that I am gone. Uh, see yeah. you again, never. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not gonna do the uh, journeyman? No. Oh, so about that. Um, yeah. I got I got railroaded on that. Yeah. Um, I think I suspect. So there was there was a a little tiff between myself and my supervisor, not the yeah. owner, um, but his son. There was a tiff, and I won't it like it was it was kind of dumb uh, all around his part, my part. But basically, I like I gave him like I was so pissed off at him. I gave him the cold like shoulder treatment for like three weeks, and then finally he was like. What's your problem? What I do? And we like got into it, not like yelling or whatever, but uh, I basically had to like tuck my tail, bite my tongue, and like say like sorry and shake hands essentially. And so I'm basically just like wearing a face mm. until um, until I'm done. And so okay. I during that little spat we had, I, was, I forgot where I was going for a second. During that little spat we had, I suspect he turned me into the apprenticeship program that like, hey, this guy hasn't been doing his homework. And so uh, apprenticeship lady showed up like, hey, so uh, where are you at on? Because it even surprised the boss. The boss is like, this came out of nowhere. Hmm. Uh, Where are you at on your homework? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like uh, on this book. And she's like, you should have been done like a year ago or something like mm-hmm. that. And like, even like the number of hours that I'm at, like it almost like it, she was going to look in it or something like that. I don't know. She like, you might be like too many hours in like mm. kind of thing. So she's like, okay, so you're, how long do you think it'll take to finish, finish your, your book work? Like two, three months. And I was like, uh, at the time I was thinking, I was thinking like uh, two, three years. Probably like probably like six or seven months, knowing I would be gone in eight at the time. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like, yeah, I'll just kick that can and then be gone. And she's like, "I'm, I'm, we're gonna need you to finish." And I was like, "Dang!" And so I, I, uh, I talked about it with my wife over the weekend, and I would go, "I just, I just don't know where I'm gonna find the time to, to." get this done because I actually did the did the like math and it realistically I could do it in about five months okay and I'm like where am I gonna find the time to do this junk like we got I'm we're trying to prepare for something else like get like leave this place like and hit the road do the farm hop thing and so I told my boss I'm like I just don't think I'm gonna be able to get it done so I'm just not gonna do it and he goes well, they're going to like suspend your apprenticeship license. And if they suspend it, like we can't have you working here. Mm. And I was like, well, that wasn't made clear to me. And he goes, Oh, I, I thought that was, I thought that was like, I thought you understood that. I'm like, I thought I had like at least one more slap on the wrist before like I wouldn't be able to work. And he goes, No, that meeting was the slap on the wrist. I'm like, mm. Well, damn, I guess I, I have to do this now. And he goes, well, you have a choice. I'm like, 
kind of doesn't sound like I do. Like if I want, like, I don't want to look for a different job at this point. Yeah. Uh, if I have to, I will obviously. Uh, but, and, and then it was, it was really weird. The son, uh, like after that little meeting, uh, saying like, you have a choice. I'm like, no, I don't. The son came up after he goes, you know, um, if you're, if you're not happy here, you know, the company will be fine if you, if you just leave. I'm like, okay. Um, that wasn't a concern of mine at all. I gave you plenty of heads up when I was leaving. So I wasn't worried about the company. Like, hands and conscience are clear. Like, it was weird. Uh, it mm. was really weird. I think he was trying to get me fired or to just yeah. leave or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, it got weird. And so, like, I kind of like panicked and like, uh, found a job posted on Craigslist for like 35 bucks an hour. I was like, I can make a whole $10 more an hour. That would be sweet as a carpenter. I'll go back to carpentry. I kind of liked it better anyways, but we know we do so much work for other, uh, other contractors around here. I'm pretty sure I know the contractor because it's anonymous. Right. And he never emailed yeah. me back. Uh, or anything, but I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure I know, like, and we do work for them. And I'm pretty sure the house, like in the ad, the listing was kind of specific, but kind of vague at the same time. But okay. I think we're doing the house that he needs carpenters on. So I would have been, would have been like running into him <laughs> anyways, but I would be like, whatever, you're not going to pay me 10 more dollars an hour to be like doing what I'm doing. Uh. Yeah. I'm going to jump ship. I feel like I'm going to get fired too. I gotta cover my bases. So, anyways, I don't. What, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> no, about the journeyman. Are, are, so you're not. No I have to finish. Get you have to finish. You are gonna finish. I have to finish, or I get fired, basically. And I, I'm and I'm and glad I, about that for you. No, I like to it. have tools in the in the tool chest, even if it's hard to do. I like to have that option available for myself. And I'm thinking myself in your shoes. You don't know what's going to come next next year, and uh, have I don't like memory. wasting my time on a maybe. <laughs> I hear you. That's my problem. Like, uh, burning, like I'm burning the candle in three yeah. spots in the yeah. ends and in the middle. I'm yeah. If you're exhausted, it's, that's hard to justify. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it's just the Boy Scout in me. I, I I'm always prepared, so. I will be a black market electrician and I will say that publicly and proud. I am okay with that <laughs> as a consult, uh, as a counselor. Yeah. Consultant. One of them. Consultant. Yeah. Sure. So you can't sue me or something. Yeah. Anyways. Right. Yeah. Do we, do we, do we get it all? I think we got it all. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to talk about black, mar black sheep as growing up. I definitely was, uh, that's why I'm married is because my wife thought I was unusual, different, and didn't care what people thought. I would like, uh, I was going to walk across America was a lifelong goal. And so I started to work on that. Never, never came at to pass, but I would carry this enormous backpack just to build up muscles and, and walk, you know, six miles home from school. And, and that, that, you know, that was miles, miles, six miles. Um, yeah, and uh, 
so it was like I was definitely a black sheep in school coming up. That would have been the only thing I would have added. And it just, you know, we, we all have our weird points about us, but that's what makes us cool, you know? That's what makes us cool. Just be, just be weird. Just be weird. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot. Uh, we, yeah. I can't believe the, we the almost like, skipped this. Yeah, the meme. Show the meme. What meme? Oh, the weird the weird. Yeah, thing? the weird meme. Yeah. Oh, I don't have it ready. You don't have um, it? I can, okay. Yeah, I look can, for I it while I, while I talk. Yeah. Go ahead, Padre. I was going to uh, kind of bounce off of what Chris was talking about. Um, I, I am the black sheep, but it's my own doing. Um, I'm I'm very blunt. I'm very honest. He's talking about the uh, the supervisor. You kind of cold shoulder and everything. Like as soon as I I get the hint that there's a problem, like I'm right there. All right, what we're either going to iron this out or we're going to duke it out. Like it's not going to be an ongoing thing. See, so I I, I come out very brash to a lot of people, and I think that's what makes me a black sheep amongst amongst many groups. Right. If there's if there's right. an elephant in the room, I address the elephant as soon as I see it. I normally don't do that. I only did that because I knew we were just not going to see eye to eye. We could duke it out uh, with words for whatever a day, a week, a, a year, and we would just never, um, we would never see eye to eye on on what happened. And so I just, just had to be just neat. It was just easier for me to just be pissed about it than bring it up. And so that's why I basically was like, yep, sorry, whatever. Uh, apologies. Let's get back to work kind of thing. That was, um, and, and you know, that that's not a bad way to be honestly. Um, you you know my story about uh, losing my job at the beginning of the COVID pandemic. Yeah. I think the reason it was so easy for them to let me go so quickly is because I am the way I am. It's about fitting in at work. I never fit in an office. You know, they there was no gathering around the water cooler for me and chatting about my weekend. Like I, I went in, I did my job, I sat in my office, I, I did what I was supposed to do. Right. So I was very, very to the point. I'm not as bad as I used to be, especially since I've come home and I've been homeschooling the kids and, and I've really mellowed out and, and calmed down. It's, it's not, I'm not so in your face to the point and to, you know, always got to jump straight to the point. But yeah, I think back that, to the office, I bet you wouldn't be so mellow. I'll probably sit in the office and just do my job there. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been one for cooler talk. I, I don't like gossip and things like that. So, yeah, sure. Um, when we were discussing this topic before, let's see, last week, we were discussing last week after we ended, I was like, schools just breed conformity, right? Yeah, they really do. You have to fit in with something, somebody, somewhere, somehow. Right. But none of those people are remarkable. If you fit in, you're not remarkable. If you're weird... Like people talk about you and like, yeah. you're interesting. You're interesting. You're interesting. Like, because you have these little quirks about you, like, huh? Uh, <laughs> just, and so like, if you just stop conforming, you'll probably be more interesting. Um, 
or you're just white bread. I yeah. guess I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Try being weird. I, I agree a hundred percent. I I encourage my kids to be themselves. Don't care what anybody else thinks. My daughter is eight. She still wears princess dresses to the grocery store. <laughs> I'm like, cool. I'm like, chick, I'm like, chick, wear it, wear it with pride. If that's your that's thing. That's cool. That's cool. I, um, when I was like five, I would wear like Halloween costumes in the middle of summer. Like I had, I was like a, like, I like dressed up like a leopard with a tail, had like Barney slippers and like a robber's mask or something like that. I would just wear that <laughs> when like, my mom would like take me to the grocery store. I was just super weird. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I wanted to wear. All right. I mean, but I'm th- I'm 39 and I'm on an authentic Viking outfit. So. <laughs> right now? Yes, I always say it's in my closet. <laughs> oh, you have it. I thought you were wearing it. Right now. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, oh, should have been wearing it. When the weather cools off, I will wear it around the farm. I don't know why we quit dressing like that. It's so comfortable. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I found I found that meme. Yeah, show it. Yeah, let's see. Show screen. Okay. And show then we will uh, we will close up after this. Yeah. So with this meme is uh, was ma- drawn by an artist. I, I tracked down the the uh, the name of the artist uh, and went to his website and he, he was selling posters of this particular meme. So I bought this poster, got it in the mail for my wife because she loved the meme. And I got it in the mail and opened it up and found that he had signed the poster. So the artist, we have, we had this uh, hanging over our, our couch when we were in a suburb house. But uh, can you see it nice. okay? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's two little creatures. I noticed that you're a weirdo. I'm a weirdo too. But we can't let anybody know they're a bunch of weirdos. Bunch of weirdos. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she loved that, and, and uh, I, I had to have it for her, like, for, for Mother's Day or something. And, and there it hung over our, our couch. It was so cool. Awesome. Yeah, be a weirdo. Uh, be a weirdo. Be a weirdo. And find other weirdos. Yeah. Weird out the weirdos. All right, right. Christopher. Yeah. Let's, so, uh, let's wrap it up. Securecoop.com. Get on the mailing list. Get a coupon that way. or And... and Use the coupon below, Farm Hop Life Rocks. And if you are a TSP member, Support Brigade member, add that coupon. And if you add up enough coupons, I'll actually owe you money. So I'm building a, uh, a coop door opener with phone notifications. But after I'm done with the, the coop door, I'm going to start adding things for the for the rest of the coop. It's coop security, coop uh, water, managing the, the feed level, managing the water level. Uh, the temperature, the air quality, and then I'll begin spreading out to that to other areas of the backyard, uh, the garden, you know, cameras, deer, deer sensors, uh, all sorts of sensors and things, just about anything that can be automated. So I'm, I've been working hard on getting the core just right. The app is close, and I think uh, I'll be able to start selling later on this year. Awesome. Yep. Looking forward to it. Yep. Padre. Yeah, it's smith-homestead.com. Uh, we do soaps, candles. My wife makes jewelry. Everything's handmade, homemade. Um, got one. Only got one product on there that's not, and it's just because I believe in it so much. But it's still made in America. It's made in Vermont. Uh, I would like to to put a note that um, from now till at least Sunday, I probably will extend it. Anything anybody buys, ten percent of 
whatever money comes in before profits made. So I'm not worried about uh, material costs and things. I'm donating it to Florida. It's all going to go to Florida to help with the hurricane. Oh, you're amazing. Dang, dude. Nice. Generous. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 16 miles north of the Gulf of Mexico. I know what it's like to have a hurricane come through and tear everything up. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, dude. No, I'm not. I'm not in Florida, but that's just very, very generous. Mm, yeah, very inspirational. Thank you. Um. Yeah, thank you. And I am Matt DeRozier of Farm Hop Life. You can check us out farmhoplife.com. We are a traveling homestead family. Six more months. Six more months, and I'm out of my job. Uh, Come on. Twenty by 23 project where we're going to help 20 homesteads in the year 2023 and you can help support us this shirt this week's shirt uh padre designed this uh shift your mindset it's something that he said during our interview um only available until friday cool this friday buy shirt buy 10 shirts go get one i have one it's awesome it is pretty sweet. I like it. My my kid was like pointing at all the colors and he was like fascinated by it. <laughs> it's cool. It's, it's a badass shirt. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Thanks yeah, everybody thank for, for watching. Yeah, sorry uh, for being in and out this evening. I'll, no, uh, it's all right. I'll, I'll make sure I got a better charge for next time. That's all right. There will not be a men's forum next week. I'm out of town again. So right. we'll pick up in two weeks. Cool. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Yeah, later.